1: Okay, from last week, I believe we've been looking at faith. How many have had their faith increased in the couple of days back? How many have been praying for the Lord to increase their faith? It's a very important prayer that you and I must pray for the Lord to increase our faith. It is something that you can toy with. It is something that you can joke with. And it is something that um, I believe the Lord will help us to, to get right. The Bible makes it very clear. In Hebrews um, 11, 6, it says, Without faith, it is what? Impossible to please Him. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Praise the Lord. And by that statement also, it means that it is possible to please God. Hallelujah. It is possible. This almighty God, This all-knowing God, this excellent God, this wonderful God. It means that you and I can live in such a way that from above, God will be looking at us and be smiling. Praise the name of the Lord. I pray that we will attain that in the name of Jesus. And that was the testimony. In fact, the first time in the New Testament, I wanted to say the first time we heard the voice of God, but the children of Israel heard the voice of God. The first time in the New Testament we heard the voice of God like that, was when he said this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased and i think god can speak like that also soon amen he can speak like that in your office in your place of work okay in some situation that you're in god can confirm you and say this one is my daughter and i'm pleased with her praise the lord in the name of jesus christ so, so that's why we have to take faith and understanding it and applying it and living it. I want to encourage you, please, if you were, were not in church on Wednesday, to also get the message on Wednesday together with that on Sunday. And, you know, as many as you can get. But as we continue to look at faith, because what I found looking at that and meditating on it and just trying to take it in is that it's only the Lord can do this for us praise the lord only the lord can do it for us i mean it it just it just takes the lord to open our understanding and i believe that's what the apostle paul was praying that the eyes of understanding might be what enlightened that we may become you know aware fully comprehending what this thing is all about and it's my desire that it becomes our experience in the name of jesus praise god so the spirit of faith We began to look at it from there. And this morning, I want us to go a bit further in a way that I trust that will help us to really lay hold of this and begin to walk in it. And if I have a theme, I will call it the test of faith. The test of faith. The test of faith. So the Bible makes us understand in Genesis 22, Abraham being the father of faith, that something happened there. In Genesis 22, verse 1, the Bible says it came to pass after these things. Hallelujah. And I'd like you to take note of something, just follow me, that when the Bible begins to say here, it came to pass after these things, that this was after 25 years of waiting on the Lord for Isaac, the promised child. It was after the fight of um, Sodom and Gomorrah and the rest of them. It was after the challenges with uh, um, Abimelech and all of that. It was after a lot of things. that The Bible says the Lord tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, and saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering, and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off, and Abraham said to his young men, "'Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you.'" Note that, we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the bond offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, "'My father.'" And he said, "'Here I am, my son.'" Then he said, look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Let's read that again. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to do what? To slay his son. But, thank God, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the Lord or do anything to him let's read this part together for now i know that you fear god since you have not withheld your son your only son from me now i know that you fear god god can know something is it possible for god to begin to know something he didn't know he says now i know praise the lord we continue. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, the Lord will, that's where we get the name Jehovah Jireh. As it is to this day in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. May the Lord bless his word in Jesus' name. There are some things in this passage that if care is not taken, you see, they would almost sound contradictory to what we normally see and we, with what we have convinced ourselves to accept just in case i don't get back to them verse 16 says by myself i have sworn says the lord i feel good therefore in blessing i'll bless you is that what it says i'm excited at this moment therefore in blessing i'll bless you is that what he said what did he say by myself i have sworn now by myself god is swearing now why is he swearing now he says what because what you have done this thing i want you to take a moment and pray lord give me grace to continually do that thing that will make you to continue to swear for me to bless me to be excited over me help me lord this is a because you have done this thing this thing lord help me in jesus name amen his grace is sufficient for us praise the lord the apostle paul made us understand that his grace was abundant towards him but what did he do he also did what took that grace and labored abundantly with that grace therefore we know him today as one of the most in fact if he's not the most effective apostles all of them had the same grace but there was something he did with his grace we will do something with our grace in jesus name now let's take a step back. Now let me let's come from where this is supposed to begin. Until a test is conducted, every stage, every game is an all-comers affair. You know that. Oftentimes, when I watch, most of us do that. Um, maybe it's the World Cup or um, Olympics. You know, you see all the teams in their jerseys, and they're all contenders. In fact, I realized during this last World Cup that. Every team, every football team that makes it to the World Cup is called a World Cup finalist. You know, so it's not just those who play the first and uh, first position match or the second position match. No, every team that makes it to the is a World Cup finalist. Praise the Lord. Thank God for that. But you see, as they all line up, all of them could win, isn't it? But not all of them wins. And they don't all take the world. I don't even know if all the teams touch it but only one or a few teams will go with prizes but if there were no tests assuming there was a world cup where there was no football match you know the opening ceremonies are normally very elaborate interesting and beautiful imagine after they wear all the costumes and the musicians sing and all of that and they just party you know and just party for one or two weeks and then at the end of the day everybody goes you know what will happen all of them will remain world cup board finalist and then how do we really now know who is the best there is no way to know now i'm saying that to say this that where there is no test where there is no examination anybody and everybody is everybody and anybody are you with me and taking it from that faith by its nature must be tested to be proven if not is a charade Anybody can say anything. You see, we're told that faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen, isn't it? So if I come and stand here and say this and tell you it's by faith, and another person comes and says his own, he says it's by faith. Everybody says, brother, loan me one million naira, I will pay you by faith. Another brother comes and says, "Um, give me your car, you know, let me do so-so, I'll pay by faith. Everybody can do all of that, and based on faith that is not tested can you deny anybody that privilege if you do then you'll be going contrary to their faith isn't it because he has said he has faith praise the lord is somebody getting me you see faith substance of things hoped for evidence of things not seen now somebody can say by your words oh beautiful we can gauge your faith true By your words, by your confession, we can begin to gauge your faith. But how then do we distinguish the one who is speaking, who doesn't really believe, and the one who is speaking that believes? So the Bible makes it clear, James speaking, says, Show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you what? My faith with my works. God has put faith as a principle, and it's available to every one of us. In fact, not that he's available. It is necessary for every one of us. Because he that comes to him must what? Believe that he is and he's a and you come to him by faith. Now, that faith, how do I know that Mr. A has faith? Abraham is called the father of faith, isn't he? Imagine if you opened your Bible and they sell um, a name now. Let's take a name. What name do you like in the Bible? Um, Eutychus. Is it? Yeah, Eutychus or well, some name like that. And they call him the son of faith. And then you're teaching your children, or you're even meditating. And you're saying, or you're teaching them, children, Eutychus is the son of faith. Abraham is the father of faith. Now, they read the story of Abraham. They see what happened with Abraham. Then they ask you, Eutychus, what did he do? They say, no, he's just the son of faith. Tomorrow, they go to school, and their neighbor comes and says, they told them in school that Shudin is also the son of faith. How are they going to distinguish between the two Everybody Everybody's claiming that until a test is done. Are you with me? Until a test is done, you can't really know that something is serious. i give you another simple illustration. When I was on the bank, I believe many of us as well, they used to send us on trainings. There are some trainings that they send us to, and when we go for those trainings, you already know from those who had gone before us, when you go for those trainings, they just train you and at the end of the training you just go back to the bank so it's either a week of enjoyment no work you're just eating you know in the hotel three square meal you know wearing mufti and all of that but there are some trainings they send you they tell you that there'll be an exam and that the result of the exam will be sent to the hr not to you when you go for that training you are more serious than you are at work because the other training because there is no test everybody that went has already passed are you with me Once you go for the training and return, it's credited to you. But the one that has a test, when you go for the training, your return is hanging. By the time you return, the HR might invite you and say, uh, (laughs) uh, Mr. Soso, we we have found out that, uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Until a test is included in a process, nobody really takes it seriously. I've um, some some man many years ago in the U.S., he made a statement. It said in the U.S. that they've decided that in God they trust. But every other man must be tested, must bring evidence. They trust in God, but every other person bring evidence. So do you know that? Do you know why their educational system is still surviving? They test the teachers. They test those that test the teachers. They test everybody. We heard what happened recently in Kaduna when they tested the teachers. And they saw that those who were teaching secondary school could not write one simple statement. You see, you know why? Because in that place, once you say I'm a teacher, you become a teacher. You see how shocked you are now. That's it. I mean, it's by faith. Is it not confession? Somebody comes and say, I'm a doctor. You say, You're a doctor. Okay, let's go. Doctor me. You see, you, you, you see how absurd it is to live life like that. But you see, in some areas, really, we do that. How many people have gone to a restaurant to eat and asked to inspect the recipe? you just eat it and you know death is sweet didn't you play as little children those soup that they used to make from the floor huh? sand is sweet now there's salt in it so the fact that you enjoy the food sir i'm not sure you may not be sure what you ate but you see you eat that by faith so anywhere anything that is not tested is an all-commerce affair, and there are many areas of life like that praise the lord there are so many areas I mean, look at our Okada riders. To ride an Okada, what you need is an Okada and a willing person. Now, what the person is willing to do is his choice. Some getting want to die, and they don't want to die alone. So they take, you drive, let me see your hand. Don't quarrel with Okada people. Be praying for deliverance from them. You know, some people are saying, this Okada man, you, you don't know what he got out from the house to do. There is no Okada license. There is no review. There is no preview. Do you understand? And many of them don't have kids. So some of them might have jumped on their neighbor's own and gotten on the road. While you're there arguing, doesn't, can this man see me? You don't know that he came out to die. You see, everything in life, anything in life that is not subject to test is a charade. It's emptiness. Nobody builds on it. Nobody plans with it. Nobody really puts any weight on it why because i mean you know it could be anything and also please let me beg you it's not everything that is posted on social media that has sense some of them somebody in their imagination just writes a story and that someone copied and shared does not make it true it just means it was copied and shared praise the lord copy and paste or copy and share does not authenticate an information it must be subjected to the test from where who is the source? Is he a reliable source? What's their track record? Praise the Lord. So very important, faith also by his nature, God has said, I will test faith. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 7. 1 Peter 1, 3 to 7. This is Peter writing to us, and I'll tell you why it's important Peter is writing to us. He said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his... Abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away reserved in heaven for you note that to an inheritance please let's just you know to an inheritance incorruptible incorruptible means it can't there is no story that can be told about it and undefiled and does not fade away and it is what? reserved in heaven for you and I somebody say amen and let's go to five six if you can put it together who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation to be revealed in the last time in this you greatly rejoice though now for a little while if need be you have been grieved by various trials now seven thank you that the journeyness let's read this part together that the journeyness of your faith would be much more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to praise honor and glory at the revelation of jesus christ now he's saying something here he's saying that your faith is going to be tested why is your faith going to be tested because a day is going to come where it should produce something if faith were something we use to make it through difficult times have you heard people in moments of trial tell you that just have faith just have faith you know just keep the faith just you know it's a word that you can use for a psychological effect but that's not what real faith is It said that your faith at a time should be what found to praise honor and glory what at the revelation of jesus christ and then he makes an important point here he says your faith is more precious than gold now, anybody here will buy gold in the traffic. Anybody here will buy gold at a source you're not sure of. You won't do that. But how many have bought bread in the traffic? Don't raise your hand. How many, you see, you, you don't buy gold anyhow. You know why? Because gold, you value it. You bought bread anyhow. You know, so, sometimes, you know, some of these things, some panic, just eat by faith. But do, do you know what it means? You just buy bread, you start eating. You don't know who made it. You don't know the person who is selling it. You don't know the hands they used to pack. Some people are looking at me, Pastor. Praise the Lord. You see, you you buy some things, but you just move on. You buy pure water by faith. You don't know where the water is coming from. You just buy it, you open your drinking. Praise the Lord. And in, in our climb, we also even buy drugs by faith. You know, you just stop at the chemist, the man is there, he hasn't sold one panadol since he bought the stock eight years ago, he expired five years ago, you just buy it, you know, you take it by faith. That, you have to pray. Thank God for faith, you survive by faith, not by the panadol. So, it says that the journeyness of your faith, which is what? Be much more precious than gold. If gold will be tested, why should faith not be worth? tested why shouldn't be tested now the point is this that God knowing the preciousness of faith in his plan in his agenda says I will keep testing faith now it's not a popular thing some of these things I look at them I find them out and I'm afraid for a generation what the devil has done to us because when people now think of faith being tested it's as though you're bringing a strange doctrine i mean if i believe god i'll just be cruising no abraham had believed god in genesis 12 and 10 chapters later god was still testing him are you getting what i'm saying you see it's because they're going somewhere god needed to make sure that 2,000 years, 4,000 years, 6,000 years down the line. Our people will identify themselves with Abraham as their father. He could not just use anybody. If God wanted a comedy partner, he wouldn't be testing Abraham. If God was looking at just somebody to, you know, to to just accompany him from city A to city B, why would you be testing him? When you enter public transport, let me ask you: When you enter public transport, do you ask every passenger, "Please, let me see your ID." Do where? Do, what do you do? Where are you coming from? Where I want to be certain that it's safe for me to sit by your side. Do you do that? You just buy the ticket and sit down, isn't it? But if the same person we are going to do business with you, wouldn't you take it a bit further because money is now what involved? If the same person wanted to come and marry your daughter or your son, would you say because he's driving a car I approve? What are you going to do? You now subject it to further test. You will ask his generation, is there madness in their do they after a particular stage just couple You know why are you doing that? Because something more precious than money has come on the scene if it's only business she won't go to his village nobody here doing business with someone has gone to inquire from the relations how did the father die how did the uncle die what were the legal cases that came up against him is he break and steal you know you, you don't but you just business uh, you just check okay I know where he lives police can come and arrest him you stop but when it gets to a life being involved are you seeing what I'm saying you now subject the person to further and further test the same way faith because it is precious, because it's something that will your eternity will hang on, God says it must be tested. Your faith must be tested. And the truth is this, like we read from Abraham's story, it's not for God's own good. God knows the end from the beginning. It is for us and for posterity. It is so that God will be known to be just. Because this test that God did, we see the way Abraham scaled it. Didn't we see the way? Let's go back to that passage, please. I honor men like Abraham. When I read this story, you know, and the Lord opened my eyes to this, I closed my Bible and said to the Lord, help me. I was standing in them yesterday when we were praying. I don't know about you. God spoke to Abraham and the Bible said, then he said to him, take now your son, your only son. And verse 3 says, so, so Abraham rose early in the morning. So to do what? So to do what? Wait to God has not explained who he's talking to. Are you sure is this Abraham? Do you understand? Which which of them? Isaac. (laughs) Some of us, when we have Isaac, Isaac doesn't drink ordinary water. He drinks distilled water. Distilled water and whatever, disinfected water. You see, God, is it Isaac? It can be so. First of all, it should be God. You know, like some people say, God, please come and sit there. Which Isaac are you talking about? after 25 years is somebody getting what i'm saying and then of all the people you didn't say "Elijah, my servant come come go look look these are all my staff which one of them do you want i can even give you two two for the price of one the bible says so abraham departed to go and do what i want you to think you see people of god that's why we began last sunday to say faith has a background in the beginning this god you're dealing with created everything you see so abraham understood that if god is asking for isaac he stepped back and said who made isaac who gave me isaac who is the reason isaac will even wake up what if i wake up to go and wake isaac and isaac was dead couldn't god have taken him in the night without my permission if god decided to involve me is it not an honor you know the way some of us think? We think as if God is moving with one hand. Old man, he can't see. So you dodge like you dodge your grandfather. God is coming, let me dodge. By faith, we understand that the heavens, the world everything that we see, we are created by the word of God. When the same word comes, in the military, they teach us. They teach us. You know I'm in the military. <laughs> some people are like, I don't want to give you the full story. They say, obey what? The last order. If the first order was, enjoy Isaac. Laughter, you're just laughing. (laughs) The second order comes, okay. Isaac, I want Isaac. You can decide to laugh. That's your choice. You can decide to cry. Like somebody told us many years ago. He said, when you're owing, don't want to be in a good mood to pay your debt. Just pay your debt. Whether you're crying to pay it, or you're laughing to pay it, that's your business. A debt is what? Uh-huh. Isaac belongs to God. If he asks for Isaac, give it to the one who owns it. Simple. Simple. And now, if somebody does not do that, he simply says, "You have no faith. It's not, you must understand. No, what is it? On? It's the only car I have. You know, the, the church when, when I got born again, we used to give our only cars. We used to give all our money. We used to give all of that. Now, if you say that, people on Facebook will tell you that. And how can a person of faith be listening for interpretation from a person who is not of faith? You're in two different worlds. It's like you trying to drive in Nigeria. They're teaching my daughter how to drive. They did theory. So I told her, please, when they teach you that, tell them that I said they should teach you that some things are not applicable in Nigeria. Because, you see, when you drive in a normal place, there is space you should give to the car in front of you. You don't, if you do that here, you'll be having an accident. Because when you want to move, that's when another car will see space. And want to, So here you close every possible space. So no... Am I teaching you driving here? Oh, yes! No, don't, you don't give that. Not, not here. Not here. Maybe in Ghana. Here you don't give that. You close up so that they know your, your, your mind is there. Once you leave any space, they think maybe he's sleeping or he's reading paper. So the same way, when you're a person of faith, somebody who is not a person of faith cannot advise you. They might mean well. I'm telling you, those people mean well. They say, how can you? You're any 100. You want to take 10 and give to God. Forbid. God forbid. Them forbid. Them can forbid because they don't know who God is. The Bible was telling us what David was saying. It says, everything I give to you came from your hands. It is in your hand to make great." Everything I've earned, I end it because you gave it to me. Lord, I offer to you that which you have first given to me. First Chronicles 29. He said to the Lord, Lord, it is a privilege for me to receive from you first and then to give to you. The problem we have with giving is that we don't know who our source is. When the people know who their source is, they will not struggle with giving. It's because they still think that they are obtaining by hard labor. Abraham knew that Isaac was of the Lord. And I purposely use of the Lord because of means from. It also means for. If something is of the Lord, then it can be from and it can be for. Are you with me? Faith is going to be tested. And do you know what has happened? What has happened in our climb is that we've made Christianity... right, that the enemy has made us to turn things around in our Christianity. Turn it upside down. Whereas the word of God is clear that God will test me. You know what has happened now? It has been turned around that we will test God. So do you know that most times when we come to church, when we gather, what the preacher tries to make us do is to test God. Now, note what I'm saying. Not trust God. Trust God is different from testing God. They are miles apart. might appear similar i pray i have the time you know to explain that but it's not the same thing hebrews 3 uh, 7 to 11 we can look at that it says therefore as the holy spirit says today if you hear his voice do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness where your fathers did what tested me tried me and saw my works 40 years continue down to 11. therefore i was what angry with that generation why was he angry with the generation they were testing him god is not for me and you to test how many of us have gone to a bank to to obtain a loan you've tried to get a loan from the bank anybody here thank you how many of us have gone to deposit money in a bank before how many of us have done both the two processes which one was easier you know why because the bank expects you to trust it And the bank, by nature, suspects you. But you're yet in a relationship. Do you know that if you haven't even opened the account, the bank will take the money? If you like, put fingerprint. If you like, put your speed. They will take it and collect the money and keep It is when you want to withdraw that they will tell you a story. Say in the beginning, when Central Bank Bank of... uh, Central Bank uh, Banking uh, and Other Financial Institutions Act 1991 says that uh-uh. You say, "But, ma I just brought the money." They are, uh, no, it does not Do you understand? You know, it's a simple thing. You are expected to trust them and they're expected to suspect you. That's the way it is. Between you and bank or bank that men run down. And then God that created the heavens, you want God to prove himself. God doesn't prove himself. He's God. He's God. When men doubt God, when men test God, like that it's an insult it's an affront that's why he says they provoked me they provoked me how can you you go to the bank he says excuse me sir excuse me excuse me bank manager you're the bank manager of xyz Bank. Say yes I, i'm just concerned because this money i'm putting in this five million i'm putting in, i'll need it on december the 24th i need guarantee that it will be there when i come what would the man do they will offer you Coke. They might think there is malaria, light, early stages of malaria. They'll give you food to eat and go and sleep. Because they, they can't even, how does he answer the question? That they'll have $5 million that you put in a bank that has share capital of $20 billion on the 24th of December because you don't want to joke with it being paid you. Did you see how absurd it is it? Now think about God. Think about your relationship with God. When we say to God, Hey God, prove yourself. No, no. God does not prove himself. God demands that you lean on him. That you trust in him. That you put your weight on him. That you wait on him. That's what it is. It's the same way the man, when he opens that account, will just go and be making plans. And on the 24th, he presents his check, expecting that it will be paid him. Why? Because the bank is stable. The same way the child of God must deal with God, knowing that God knows all that you need. And thank God he has promised. He will not allow you and I to be tempted beyond what we can bear. So he says here, therefore, I was angry with that generation. Why was he angry? He said, they always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways. It's the way we are learning today. Praise the Lord, somebody. Come to Psalm 106. I'll show you Psalm 106, verse 13. It says, they soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his cancer, but lost it exceedingly in the wilderness and tested God in the desert. Now look at what happened then. And he gave them their request. But what did he do with that? He sent leanness into their soul. I, I like the way message put it. Message verse 15. Message says, he made their heart. He gave them exactly what they asked for. But along with it, what did they get? Say they got an empty heart. That will not be a portion in Jesus' name. Because God's desire above all else is to fill you and I with himself. Fill you and I with himself. Deuteronomy 8 verse 2. Deuteronomy 8:2, And we can actually put three there because it follows to where we started this meditation. Deuteronomy 8:2 says, And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. Verse 3 says, So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, fed you with manna which you did not know nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. For God to test me, I should expect it every day. In fact, can I tell you something? It has helped my Christian walk, and I pray it begins to help you. God is testing you even now. People of God, there's no holiday. There's no holiday. God is testing you. And can I tell you the best part of it? Because someone is now afraid. So God is testing me. I pray I find that scripture. Lord help me to find it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I pray I find that scripture. Somebody says, So God is testing me. I- I'm afraid. Let me tell you it's a privilege. God doesn't test everybody. Psalm 11. Open to it. Psalm 11 verse 5. Let me show you who the Lord tests. The Lord doesn't go about testing everybody. We didn't see God test Eliezer, the, the servant of Abraham. Did he test him? Did we see God test even Lord? Baba? Did God test Lot? Did God test the king of, uh, uh, of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah? He didn't test them. Look at what the Bible says. He said the Lord tests who? Let me everybody. The Lord tests who? The right, it's because of the relationship, it's because of the plan, it's because of the journey. The Lord tells the righteous, the wicked, he doesn't even notice them. Say the wicked and the one who loves violence. What does he so hate? If that statement says, but then the opposite of hate is what? Love. It means because the Lord loves you. I've told you how i tested my wife i didn't go about every girl i meet in lagos i'll test whether she will make food for me early in the morning no when i wanted to marry my wife when i was getting close 10 percent remaining say so let me see if this fine babe this lagos babe will not let it not be just a step she'll be giving me will i eat in her house so one early morning i got to the to pick her up i said what well, don't you even ask me whether i eat strong every day i come and pick it. at least i'm doing my own i'm driver." I pick you, I take you to work. Then you pack your own food and go to work. Are you not concerned whether I eat. You know, I just made a lot of noise as if I was really angry. I wasn't angry because I ate at one particular place that I didn't want to joke with. Chinese restaurant. Rambaya uh, some Togolese. <laughs> AKA Ganaha. yes. Do you know the next day, the same time, about 5.30 in the morning, my, this is my wife, the babe, was coming out with two, two food packs one for her one for me i say man i don't eat <laughs> i said i don't eat. Ha! i said this test she just scaled it do you understand it, do you think it's every girl i go i say cook no there are some you won't waste your time do you understand the lord test the righteous it should be expected the moment you pray and say Lord use me Lord I'm consecrated to you Lord I'm dedicated to you Lord I trust you you know what the Lord will want to find out do you trust me if somebody is walking about say I don't care about God that's why you see, you see the, 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 uh, the psalmist said the wicked the unbelievers He said their life is smooth why wouldn't their life be smooth when you were in the university and you had friends who were not in the university whose life was smooth were they doing homework were they doing projects Was any lecturer harassing them? They'll just come and be laughing. You're going for lecture, they'll just lie in your room, raise their legs, and be smoking and waiting for you. When you come back, people will continue. Exam time while you're losing weight, they're adding weight. No exam. But after five years, you have something that is called BSC. They have something that five years has expired. Nothing to show. Life, you see, where there's no test, there's no future. A Christianity that they keep presenting to you and not Preparing you for tests is because there's no future. There's no future. God wants to do things with his people. The patriarch Job told us, He says, I know my God. He knows my ways. After he has tested me, who was he testing? Job was a man he had already affirmed this one is a righteous man. But yet he had to be tested. And he said, After he has tested me, what is going to happen? He says, I'll comfort Job 7:17 7, and 18. I will comfort as gold job 7 17 and 18 let's see this one is actually very good also talking about man he said what is man that you exalt him that you should set your heart on him look at 18 that one is very interesting he said you visit him every morning and what do you do to him god is testing you so next time that that quarrel you're having with your wife now is a test you've been boasting you're a man of god and full of the holy ghost does the holy ghost lose his temper praise the lord has the holy ghost raised his hand to beat anybody before So, who is raising your hand? You see, it's a test now. Is it helping you now? It's a test. Praise the Lord. You take your phone, and you just take it up, and something pops up. You know, something pops up, and you look left, right, nobody's around. You click, play. It's a test, because you just say, Lord, I will worship you forever. Forever is when nobody's around. It's not only in church that forever is. It's a test. Everything is a test. In fact, the devil is wicked. I've told you, the devil is wicked. When you now want to be serious, eh, in any area of life, that's when the test will increase. The day the wife says, this is my husband, I will submit to him. That's when that husband becomes a mule. You know the one that is mule? Don't jackass. You will put food here, the man will scatter it and then come. But you see, they're testing you for submission. They're not testing the man for wisdom. Is it not the teacher who is testing the students in an exam that will write something correct and ask you to find it out? When you're subject to a test, why are you asking for perfect condition? Imperfect condition is for your manifestation. Everybody is clapping for you and just rubbing you the nice way and say there is love here. How can you know there is love? There has to be meanness and all of that for you to now manifest love now. Are you not a child of love? Uh-huh. If everybody loves you and you love, you'll just be distributing what is in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But you see, you see, you must get this. God is saying something here. In Matthew 6, there's a classical statement. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and his word. Righteousness. And what will happen? All these other things. We saw in Genesis 22 read, God said, because you have done this. What did Abraham, did Abraham do anything for us? He did it at that time. And God says, because I've seen this one thing, your life has changed. If that is the secret to the change of my life, is it that difficult? Hebrews 12, verse 2. Hebrews 12, verse 2. Verse 1 says, um, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. But let's see verse 2. Verse 2 says, looking unto the author and finisher of our faith, who endured the cross, the spice and the shame, and has what? Sat down at the right hand of God. Brethren, the Bible says, you and I should look to Jesus. Jesus is the son of God. And this is what they said of Jesus. How did he do it? Message You say, study how he did. He said there was a joy that was set before him. There was a joy that was set before him. There was a lifting. The Bible says, wherefore God had highly exalted him. And given him a name that is above. That was what was at stake. So when at Gethsemane, he said to the father, if this cup can pass, Lord, let it pass. But if not, let your will be done. What was Jesus saying? Jesus was saying, it's not easy, but what is ahead of me is worth it. I think what we have is that we have a short-sightedness problem in church. We don't see the glory. Listen to me. The glory that is for you is not here. It's not in your past. It's not even today. It's ahead of you. Are you with me? Just like Abraham. Abraham had had Isaac. You know many times when we talk about Abraham and his promise from God and his walk with God, we just say Isaac, Isaac. Isaac wasn't it. When God was swearing, Isaac was there. You know the swearing was that Jesus will come from your loins. There is something too great that you can't imagine. When the Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard," It's not about making extra money. We need all the money that we can make, praise the Lord. For the gospel to spread but that's not what it's about it's not about notoriety it's not about fame it's not about there's going to be a time in eternity when the jewels of god will be displayed and they'll say in 2018 in the ministry of establishment in the ministry of minds and power there was a christian who stood there and when such and such came up this christian shone bright as light and made Jesus known to principalities and powers. You know what the Bible says? That the purpose of God, the desire of God, is that by you and I, we are the church, might be made known unto principalities and powers. These people, Obonis, whatever they're called, wicked, crooked politicians, that you and I will be the ones that God will use to show them, the wisdom of God. How is that going to happen if you're failing the test? How would that happen? If you don't even know it's a test. You're in the office and you say, why haven't you wondered why is it that is when you need money for those that are tempted in the office with bribery? Why is it that when you need the money? That's when the money will, they will flash it in front of you. A little compromise. Why? It's a test. How many of us fast privately on our own from time to time? We're fasting tomorrow and Tuesday. I hope you know that. Praise the Lord. How many have had even from when I was working in the bank, I realized that you never have people inviting you for lunch. Just like when you proclaim a personal fast. Listen, the devil's network works. The moment you say, this Monday and Tuesday, some of you will confirm, this Monday and Tuesday, I am fasting. That Monday is when a colleague you've not eaten his one cup before will come and say, hey, dude, I realized I've never taken you. Let's go to the Hilton for lunch. You know what they're testing? Is he saying I will fast? is in the atmosphere isn't it somebody can start a fast and decide i'm no longer fasting many of us do that now i will fast is six but when it's 12 you say 12 divided by two 12 is six so it is six <laughs> hallelujah or when it's one you say well it's one now but uh, in china it's already nine so i'm breaking in china <laughs> you, you you can begin your fast in nigeria I'm breaking Singapore. I mean, you're of the spirit. Let (laughs) us. Praise the Lord. The moment you say you want to fast, that's when they will offer you. Why? Because there's a reward. What has no reward has no test. What has no reward? Has no test. It has no test. So this morning, God is reminding us that he alone has the prerogative and he will test according to your level many of us here have gone through tests and many will still continue to go through until we see Jesus he said looking unto Jesus who for what the joy that was set before him what did he do he despised the shame there'll be moments of shame let nobody deceive you isn't this our captain there'll be moments you can't explain your faith a couple of weeks, months back, when I was sitting in front of doctors, I didn't like it. I was, in fact, one. one I went to one, one of the hospitals. I went to the, the hospital manager, very mischievous lady. I don't know what happened. I said, "So you're yeah, pastor? So you're yeah, pastor? Ah, pastor, they come hospital." Hey. Oh Lord, do you understand, pastor? Are I... people saying a condition make what? She understand that, so yeah. If you see, she said, "Right, pastor here, yeah, right, pastor." Because I didn't write pastor. He said, "Right, pastor." <laughs> and then she took it to the next. Level. I said, "Yes," and they will charge you more. Pastors have money, and you have come. It was like you shouldn't have come. Say, "See me, I'm just trying to, you know, not be too stubborn. Praise the Lord. You and I will be tested. The men here, you will be tested by ladies. I've told you too much of this story. Those that drink, after you become a Christian, you'll be tested by drink. How many of us remember Irish cream? You see, you can tell yourself, it's not bitter. Somebody say, oh, be delivered in Jesus' name. You see, it will be served. (laughs) Okay, come back, come back. They will test you. He said you're full of the Holy Ghost. And the pastor the other day said, do not be drunk with wine, Abbey. Rather be filled with the Holy Ghost. They said, but this one is smooth like milk. And then you're looking at it like this. They put it, the thing is, it's passing waves in the glass. You're looking like this. You look to the left, nobody. Look to the right, nobody. It's a test. They will test you. You know, as a younger pastor, I was in the business of investigation and detectives. Trying to know who is drinking, who is smoking, who is this. I don't waste my time. Again, if you like, drink. You're, it's your own test, You're writing. It's not my own. If you like, beat your wife until she tells me. You know, those days, you look at a couple after church and say, come, what's going on between both of you? Tell me, tell me. Nobody wastes time. I'm passing my own test. You have to, if you say, have faith. The moment, if you want to be free from all of this, just tell God you're no longer interested. He will take his hands off of you. But you know why they test I've not seen a course, a subject that is tested in school, that doesn't carry credit points. They don't test orientation. How many of us did university? They do orientation. Is there a test on orientation? It has no credit point. You can't come and say, I got A in orientation. Impossible. You know why? They will tell you many things, but they don't care whether you pass it on. But any course that has a credit that can help you to graduate, you can be sure they will test it your christianity will be tested and why is it tested It said that the journeyness of your faith which is more precious than gold, may be found to praise, to honor, and to glory at the revealing of Jesus. Do you know what the Bible says when it says revealing of Jesus? Do you know that you and I are blessed with every blessing in spiritual places? Where? In heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. You don't... Listen, we are like people who have money in the bank. If there is public holiday, no, thank God for ATMs and all of that. There is no way you can prove you're a billionaire until that bank opens. The same way you and I are tremendously blessed. We're tremendously privileged. But until Christ appears, we can't prove it. That's why the Bible says we know that we are children of God. But it still doesn't yet up what we shall be. But we know the Christian is looking to the appearing of Jesus. And how can you take a risk of being ashamed on that day? That's, I don't want to take that risk. That's not a day you want to be ashamed. I'd rather run to the front of church and say, Lord, I'm a drunkard, deliver me. Because this is not that day. Today, please be ashamed. That's why the Bible says Jesus despised the shame. He went about naked. He was crucified naked on the streets of Jerusalem. You know why? Because there was a glory that he will be crowned with in the throne of God. Choose where you want your honor. Joining Christians, issues, fanatics are not foolish. They are far-sighted. All it is that they have been experiencing is in response to your enrollment of faith and you know what? there is grace there is grace the plan is that you pass the test there is no exam that is set for the students to fail it is always set to distinguish the genuine students from those who are not serious we call it hard, difficult but it's not it's because those ones don't align with the requirement of the examiner the examiner today is calling you he's saying expect the test I will test your faith you believe me, I will test your faith you trust in me, I will test your confidence you boast in me, I will check your boast you say you're looking to go to heaven I will check how much You love this world and this present world and whether the world above is more valuable to you than the world beneath. Psalm 66 because part of what it is in this exhortation that the Lord is bringing to us is that I heard heard the Lord say while meditating on this. He said, do my people know that there is a place? Do they know we are going somewhere? Do do they understand? And in Psalm 66, verse 10, it says, For you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. The truth is that this may not be for everybody. You brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. Anybody that can identify with that? I can't hear you. Anybody that can identify with that? (laughs) he <laughs> says you have caused men to ride over our heads we went through fire and through water message will say we went through hell anybody gone through hell lately he <laughs> says "Birds." let me hear you say "Bird." you brought us out into a rich fulfillment king james shall say, you brought us out into a wealthy place believer i want to tell you god has a future for you god has a seat of honor for you god has a medal of honor he has a crown for you he says all these things happen but you brought me somewhere It's the same thing hebrews 12 was saying jesus the captain of us he went through but now where is he he sat seated at the right hand of the throne the Bible says wherefore God had highly exalted him and given him the name that is above every other name I want you to cry to the Lord I will not miss my place there is a place there is a place sir there is a place there is a place there is a place Joseph had to run naked from Potiphar's wife they took the robe of a houseboy from him a few years down the line the robe of Pharaoh was put on him he ran from an old woman we don't know her condition but she was an old one and Pharaoh gave to Tim Joseph, the daughter of Potipharah. I'm sure she must have been more beautiful. They gave him a ride. They gave him a ring of honor. They made him ride around Egypt. And people were compelled to beat everybody, to bow as Joseph passed by. Child of God, there is a place of honor. You can pass that test. You can pass that test you can make it through i want you to begin to pray it's not the time to i want you to pray lord i will pass that test i will pass it so there's something only you know you're going through but i want you to see the glory i want you to see the glory that is set before you i want there's a lifting there's a roll call that will be made when the lord will say these are mine these are my jewels that's why The enemy is saying, how can you promote him? How can you make this of her? How can you make this of them? And the Lord is saying, please, don't fail me. Be strong, for there is a place I am taking you to. There is a glory that is about to be revealed. Father, we thank you. Lord, I'm thanking you. I'm receiving grace. Your people are receiving grace strength is coming strength is coming enablement is coming to run this race to win this battle to stand strong father we thank you let's just begin to appreciate the lord because he loves us because he has a plan for us and because he's bringing us out into a rich fulfillment let's give the lord praise
0: Listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Expressway, near Next Cash and Abuja, for telephone 09 290 9000 or 0703 15 88404. You can find us online at www. The father's God bless you.